Alrighty, everybody, welcome back to the one and only Foul Ball Podcast presented by the one and only Foul Ball Podcast. So we are back to wrap up the series against Toronto, not Toronto, the Houston Astros, rather. So Boston Red Sox against Houston, the Astros. And so I know we all remember the day when Houston had a lot of fun banging on trash cans and catching signs. But hopefully that is going to continue to be a wave of the past because I know a lot of people have said the best punishment that they can get is to not go to the World Series, which has a lot of validation and credit to it. And, you know, I can definitely see that standpoint. But my thinking behind all that is that the best punishment that they have gotten indirectly is going to the World Series and basically losing every single one that they've been in the last few years. I mean, the amount of joy and happiness that I've gotten seeing the Houston Astros who were accused of cheating go into the World Series after a long, long season being predicted to win and then losing it miserably. I mean, that's pretty good. And that's what they kind of did this series, too, except for Tuesday's game. But the Red Sox came out on top, won two games out of the three-game series, which is exactly what we needed. Because, as we all know, the Red Sox are still in fifth place, and every win that we can have against an American League team is a massive win on the books. Because... At this point in, we really need an uplifting moment to really help change the season around. Because like I said, we're in fifth place. We're still, no, sorry, we're, we're towards the bottom of the barrel anyway, right? In terms of just, we're not, we're not at the point we want to be, right? We don't have the record that we want to have. Granted, Baltimore isn't last, but we're second to last, and that's just not, the Red Sox way. Um, of course, it might have been when Bobby Valentine was the head coach for literally a season. But, I mean, it it's just got to improve. It's got to get better. It's got to just we, – we need momentum. And I think this is the part of the season where we might be able to have that because this is a second – this is a second series in a row where we've been able to win a series. Right, we've been we beat the Texas Rangers two games out of three, series one, and we just beat the Houston Astros two games out of three, series one, and so this is huge. And so let's just start going through the series right now, right? So Monday's game, Monday's game was actually really kind of interesting because, as a lot of you may know, we had a rain delay, so the rain came in around nine o'clock. Didn't start playing again until 10.45. I didn't go to bed until 2 a.m. So there you go. That's kind of the basic general timeline for that. And so if you go into the game a little bit, right, we went up to the third inning, tied 0-0. Fourth inning, the Red Sox were up 1-0. Then fifth inning, we were ahead 2-1. And then eventually... You know, we went to the sixth inning, tied 2-2, two to two, and then we went to the top of the seventh, losing 3-2. to two. And so 
that's eventually when we came out of the rain delay was towards like that sixth, seventh inning or so. And so we're down 3-2. We need a little excitement. Came out of the rain delay. The guys probably got used to being on the break, liked the break, and said, hey, I know we're not really playing on the field, but you know what? We're not playing on the bench or in the clubhouse either. And so the Red Sox probably liked that. The guys were like, I love resting, even though we do it all the time. And so we got back into it, and Trevor Story gets up to bat, and this happened. Ready for this? I hope you are, because this was actually pretty significant, because because it just it just is. High fly ball driven deep. That's way back there. It's way out of Fenway. This game is tied. It's the bottom of the seventh inning. Trevor Story comes up to bat, hits it out of the park. Like he crushed the ball. And it was flying out of the out of the way. Like that was probably over in the Massachusetts Turnpike, to be honest with you. So like I said, that was the bottom of the seventh. We tied it three to three. Exactly what we needed. But I kept telling everybody the game, I'm like, please don't go into extra innings after our ring delay because it was already long enough as it was. And so, top of the eighth, we did not give up any runs, which is good. Bottom of the eighth, we got three runs. Three runs. Okay, what was cool about that bottom of the eighth was that Xander Bogarts was up to bat, and there was a chant going around the stadium, you know, saying, you know, Resign Xander, resign Xander, right? There was a chant, and then it was it was perfect timing because as they were chanting that, Bogey went to Ding Dong City and knocked another home run. Hence the reason why the Red Sox need to re-sign him. I mean, he's been such a core part of our roster, wrong with Rafael Devers for quite some time now. Where they they've been so good for so long, they're gonna continue to be good. For a while. And why why on God's earth would you not re-sign them? I mean, whatever the Red Sox front office is thinking, I, I don't want to be there to watch them because I'll be going nuts. I mean, I'm going nuts right now just considering the fact that the Red Sox front office is kind of like a deer in a headlight. They're just like, um, um, I don't know what to do. I mean, I know what to do. Whatever they're asking. Both sides can make a tiny bit of a compromise. And guess what? Boom, championship. You re-sign them. I mean, they're they're overcomplicating things. They're overthinking things, just like every other thing on existence. And that's why things in the past have happened. And so that needs to be taken care of as soon as possible. So needless to say, we won Monday night 6-3. to three. And that was that was monumental. But what was not monumental, rather, was the following game. So Tuesday night's game started at seven ten, and granted, it was windy. It was a little chilly, and I'll tell you that most of the fans that were there were probably gone by the top of the third inning. If not the top of the third inning, then definitely by the top of the fifth. And here's why. 
I was getting excited Tuesday night because right away, the bottom of the first inning, we scored, right? We got a home, we got a run, and yeah, that was that. Top of the second, Nathan Uvalde was on the mound, and I didn't really know how to feel about that. And then my gut feelings that were unfortunately a little negative about Nathan Uvalde came true because top of the second, we gave Houston nine runs. Nine runs across home plate. Okay, we gave up four home runs, a few of those with guys on base for Houston. And hence, that's why they were ahead 9-1. to one. And then bottom of the third, we came back a tiny bit, made two runs across home plate to make it 9-3. to three. I'm like, okay, there may be some kind of some kind of comeback coming. Okay, I'll, I'll school about that. And then it got crushed very quickly because, like I said, the top of the fourth, Houston scored another four runs. Okay, to make it 13-3. to three. And then, like I said, if folks weren't gone already, then they were, they were definitely gone by the top of the fifth. So, the bottom of the fifth, the Red Sox scored a run. And then there were no scores made for the rest of the game. So, all in all, Red Sox lost 13-4. to four. Houston had 15 hits. The Red Sox had 13. Which is mind-boggling to the extreme. Because how can we have 13 hits and only score three? Beats me. Beats me. Houston had one error. We had two hour, two hours. Alright. Um, yeah. I mean, no fun whatsoever. A lot of guys basically didn't really do much. We had... A million guys pitching for us, right? Nathan Yavaldi pitched 1.2 innings, gave up eight hits, six certain runs. Danish, Mr. Danish, uh, pitched for 2.1 innings, had two strikeouts, gave up three hits and three earned runs. Sawamara gave a uh, pitch in an inning. Brazier pitched an inning. Matty Backpacks, Matt Barnes pitched an inning. Diekman pitched an inning, and Davis pitched an inning. So, I mean, as you can tell, literally nothing went right for the Red Sox Tuesday night. I mean, it was just miserable being there and having to stay there. It was just not good at all. I mean, if everything could go wrong in a game, that was Tuesday night. It was. It really was. And so, last night's game, last night's game, I mean, everything was the opposite, right? Everything went the way it needed to. And honestly, in, that needed to, especially after a, a loss like Tuesday night where it just went so miserably. But it was good. It was, it, was, it was awesome. But the thing to mention, so hold on, before I get into that, right? So, and as I continue the little trend here, Houston scored a home run right away, top of the first. But it's okay because Boston came back, scored two in the bottom of the first. Nothing in the second for both teams. Red Sox scored a run in the bottom of the third. And then Red Sox scored two in the bottom of the fourth. And then that was literally it. 
on offense. So that was the score. Five to one at the end of the game. But extremely, extremely important note to mention right here and right now. Nick Pavetta. Yes, you heard that right. Our pitcher, Nick Pavetta, pitched the entirety of the game. The entire game. I mean, I don't remember off the top of my head the last time that had happened. I mean, for the Red Sox, anyway. For the Red Sox to have a pitcher pitch the entire game and pitch the way he did, that's that's huge. Monumental. Huge. Okay, so here's some of the numbers for you, right? Nick Pavetta, like I said, uh, innings pitched, nine innings, gave up two hits, one earned run, and eight strikeouts. I mean, it's so important. I feel like I need to repeat it again, and I'm going to do that right now, okay? Nine innings pitched, two hits, one run, and eight strikeouts. And like we were just talking about a little while ago, the Red Sox front office is struggling to realize that they clearly need to make a deal with Xander Bogarts and Rafael Devers. And I'm telling you, if we never make a deal again with Nick Pavetta, I'm not going to be happy. And if they don't do this, then the Red Sox are clearly going to be living under a rock forever and ever and ever. Or we need just some changes in the front office at that point. Because, I mean... Nick Pavetta, I'm telling you, not even needing to come out, not needing to take a break. I mean, that's huge for our relief pitchers, obviously, because a lot of our relief pitchers can't be any sort of relief whatsoever. So, I mean, I know we were talking about this a little while ago, and I want to repeat it again. Two series have been won in a row by the Red Sox, which is great. Two games out of three against Houston is unbelievable. That's wonderful. And that's definitely something we so desperately needed. And so we are at a record of 15 and 22. Like I said, so we are not in fourth, fifth place. I'm so used to being in fifth place and being in last. We are now in fourth place ahead of the Baltimore Orioles, but still behind the Yankees the Rays, and the Blue Jays, right? Okay, so we are 13 games behind at first, and yeah, we still need some catching up to do. But like I said, if we keep winning two out of three games for every series like we have been in the last two series, we'll be we'll be pretty good. We'll be in good shape, right? As long as we keep you know racking up those wins, so, you know, just keep grinding it out just like that, we'll be good. And now, now we just need you know everybody else to lose, right? We need the twenty-eight and nine Yankees to lose. We need the twenty-three and fifteen Rays to lose, and we need the twenty and eighteen Blue Jays to lose. So like I said, we we are at a fifteen and twenty-two record, currently .405. Like I said, thirteen point oh games behind first place. Last ten games, we are at a split of five and five. At home, we are six and ten, and away on the road, we are nine and twelve. So, the last ten games have definitely been better than they have been in the past, where we had a significant losing record, but now we split the last ten. So, that's uplifting. That's where we're at right now. Okay, looking ahead, we are going to be starting a series against the Seattle Mariners 
first pitch tonight at 710 at home. And that will be progressing through the weekend, right? So it's going to be a four-game series against the Mariners. Hopefully, this should be a good one. The Mariners are currently 17-21. and 21. And so should be an interesting matchup. Hopefully, we can get three games out of four for this one. But better yet, we could always sleep. So hopefully on Sunday when we talk with each other next time, we can all be sweeping our brooms because the Red Sox will hopefully be doing the same thing on the field. So without further ado, let's go Red Sox and let's go Celtics in the playoffs. And we will catch you guys on Sunday. Take care.